0: This is the Casting Lots podcast, and you're listening to Unschooling Scholars. Good evening, everyone. Uh, Thanks for joining us. Today is Thursday, January 5th, 2023. And this is Unschooling Scholars. Um, And with me, I've got my oldest son, Caden.
1: Hello, everyone.
0: And my youngest son, Bryson. Hello. Uh, And tonight we're just gonna be talking about what it means to unschool your children. Um, But first off, um, I would just like to open us in a quick prayer. So if you could just bow your heads. Heavenly Father, thank you so much for uh, giving us this opportunity tonight to meet in, in your name, Lord. Uh, I ask that you please be with me and the kids and um, just guide us, Lord, whatever you need us to do. Whatever you need me to say, Lord, please let me be your vessel and just, just let it out, Lord. Whatever whatever message needs to be heard tonight, Lord, I ask that You you just let it be heard for whoever needs to hear it. Lord, um, just continue to look after each and every one of us here. Give us the eyes and the, the eyes to see and the ears to hear and and the knowledge and the discernment so that we we can help get your message out there, Lord. Um, and in Jesus name, we pray. Amen. All right. So, <clears throat> guys, how are you doing? Good. I'm doing good. Good? Good. Yeah. All right. Are you excited? Yes, Yes. Well, I'm excited to have you guys here with me this, you know, the whole reason why we're doing this is for you So, um A lot of people ask what does it mean to to homeschool your kids? Homeschooling obviously is you're just teaching your kids at home, but there's a new thing. I guess it's really not new um, It's a new term. I guess it's unschooling your children and, and we're gonna talk about what that actually means to unschool your children so we have this perception of, um, you know, kids have to be taught seven, eight hours a day, and they have to sit at the table and they have to work in their workbooks and, you know, do all these things here. And actually, unschooling is the complete opposite. Um, by definition, it's an educational method that replaces a formal teaching with individualized learning through curiosity-driven experience. It's estimated that as many as 13% of homeschooled children learn through unschooling. And your children get to pick what they want to learn. You know, most days, what do we do, guys? What do we learn every day? Math and, and reading and reading and and grammar or English. Yes. Um, and then you can pick if you want to do history. Do you want to do science? And every day, you know, we'll do 20 minutes of reading because I, I really believe that reading is just imperative, you know, to to learning reading. We need reading for everything. And so um, Bryson, when he first started kindergarten, he had a really hard time. Um, And so we've just really been focusing on reading, you know, it's fundamental. um, And he has done so well since we started homeschooling, unschooling. Um, And, you know, he's a lot more confident now. And I think that's really, really important. Um, The confidence in these kids, They, they get that choice to to learn what they want and at their own pace. You know, it's when you're in a brick and mortar school, public school, everything is just kind of rush, rush, rush. And here it's more, um, it's at their pace. It's, it's you know, working to see what works best for them. And I think that's really, really important because we all learn differently. We all learn in different times and different ways. And um, it, it's just very important that we, you know, We figure out what works. Um, Caden, how old are you, bud? I'm 12. 12, and what about you, B? Eight, eight, right? So, we have Caden's in seventh grade. Uh, I've got an Olivia, she's 10, she's in fourth grade. Bryson is eight, and he's in third grade. And then we've got the little one, uh, Sophia, she's preschool, pre K, she's four, and she's going on 30. Uh, so she's a handful, (laughs) but we love her. Um, so I'll just kind of talk about how we got started with everybody knows what happened with COVID um, and how it completely just turned everybody's worlds upside down. And for the kids, it was really, really hard because they were used to going to school, you know, we're, we're just um, creatures of habit. And when that habit was broken um, it affected the kids, I think a lot more than the adults because they weren't really sure how to deal with the change. And so um, I had three in school at that time. And, um, they brought home Chromebooks. It was, I remember it was during their spring break. They decided that, you know, we're going to have 10 days to flatten the curve, which turned into 4,000 days. But, um, so we just said, you know what? We're not going to do this. We're we're not going to play this game. These kids were on their their Chromebooks and they're all sitting there together and they're all trying to talk over one another. And if you've ever seen a classroom of kindergartners, you know how hard it is to get their attention. But imagine a whole group of kindergartners on a Chromebook sitting there trying to talk over each other, trying to talk over the teacher. It was chaos, I mean, mass chaos. And I just prayed on and I said, Lord, I don't know what you need me to do. I cannot homeschool these children. I don't know how to do this, but just what do you need me to do? Yeah, exactly, (laughs) Hurting cats. That's what it was like, truly. And I felt so bad for the teachers because, you know, this was their job and it was just a circus. Truly, it was just, it was crazy. So, um, we decided, you know, Matt and I, Mr. Puster here, um, we decided that we were going to just homeschool these kids because we knew going into this, that it wasn't going to be 10 days to flatten the curve. And I said, we're not doing the mask thing. I refuse to mask my children. We're not dogs. We're not being muzzled. And, um, so that's when we just decided to go ahead and you know what, we're going to do this and we're going to get through it. And we had a dining room and we kind of turned that into our little classroom. We bought a table for the kids to sit at and, um, we started our own little library. And, you know, we bought all the things that we needed and it, it's, it's somehow through God, it all came together and it just, it worked out. And I said, okay, you know what, we can do this. And, uh, we did. And so, um, My biggest thing was, I don't even know where to start. How do I start homeschooling? What do I need to do? What are the laws? And that is the number one thing. What you need to do, there's a really, really good website and it is um, www.hslda.org. And you find your state and it will give you all of the homeschool uh, laws for your state. And as crazy as Illinois is, we have some of the most lax homeschooling laws. Thank you, Jesus. Um, We don't have to turn in any kind of paperwork. We don't have to even tell the schools where our kids are going. I know some states require that. And what I did when I got started was um, we decided to pull the kids out. We weren't going to re-enroll them. We sent certified letters for each kid, and we let the school know um, that our kids were no longer going to be in the public school system, and that we were going to um send them to a private school and that's all they needed to know and a lot of people in illinois i'm in a couple of homeschooling groups they ask the same questions well why is the school asking me for you know the phone number and the address of the school and that's against the law they have no business doing that so make sure you know your rights because they will try to come for you they really really will and knowing your rights and knowing what you can and cannot do is so important because if god forbid we ever you know get audited or whatever they send the truant officer here i've got all everything to back up what we've been doing i save paperwork you know schoolwork, um, just in case they ever try to come for me or my children and i have the proof here so that's really important too um, there's no testing required for the state of illinois you don't have to send anything in um, and you just they say that you need to do the basics, you know, English and and writing and reading and math and science. Um, so again, you know, you always want to cover your bases. That is so important because these are my children. I am Mama Bear and you come for me or my children. I'm gonna fight back, whether it be with the word or with the law, you know, you always wanna make sure that you have everything covered to a T because um with COVID, so many people have been um homeschooling their kids. I have some, some statistics here, and it showed in 2019, there was roughly 2 million kids that were homeschooled in the United States. After COVID, that number went up to, what was it, 3.1 million, you know, so think about that. In just a couple of short years, a million children have been homeschooled, and there have been some that have gone back to school since, you know, they lifted the mask mandate and all that, but um, it says, you um, that number on uh, 18 states that share the data through the current school year, the number of homeschooling students increased by 63% in 2020 to 2021 school year, and then fell by only 17% in 2122 22 school year. So 49% even, you know, that's a big jump. And that is what we need to do. We need to keep pushing this. It's so important. And here's, Here's the good part, right? Around 3% of the United States students were homeschooled before the pandemic induced surge, according to the U.S. Census Bureau. The rising numbers have cut into public school enrollment in ways that affect future funding, and this is the best part, and renewed debates over how closely homeschooling should be regulated. There should be no regulation. You have no right to tell me what I can and cannot do with my children. And I know many in this state of Illinois have paved the way for us so that we don't have those kind of regulations. But because they're going to be losing funding, you know, they're going to try to change things. And we as parents and grandparents and aunts and uncles, we have to fight back against that. We cannot allow them to regulate what we do with our children. And it's so important, you know, and a lot of people will say, well, you know, I don't have any kids in the district. What can I do? Bren, she's an advocate, you know, she'll fight. And just because you don't have kids in the district doesn't mean that you can't fight back, that you don't have a voice. We, the homeschooling parents, we need you. We need you to be the voice with us because, um, you know, you pay taxes for the school districts too, you know, your property taxes, that goes to those schools. And the things that they're trying to teach these children, which, I'm going to do another show on that. It's disgusting. I know I've seen the things that they're trying to teach these children in the state of Illinois, the sex ed. I'm sorry. No, my children, no. Teaching a kindergartner about what consent means, sexual consent, no. That, that They shouldn't even be worrying about that in kindergarten. There's no reason for that. And so that's one of the reasons why, um, you know, one of the main reasons why I am so glad that we decided to go ahead and start homeschooling our kids is because I am in control of what they learn. They don't need that. They don't need to be learning that. There's, that's just, it's just nasty. So, um, so yeah, that's the first thing, like I said, go to that website and see what your state requires from you. That is the most important thing. Always know your rights. Um, And then the second thing, where do I start as far as curriculum? Where can I go? I put a packet together of um, the different curriculums that they have. We are doing a BECCA this year, and that is all biblical based. It is all based on God. And um, there's top 10 Christian based. There's the good and the beautiful, a BECCA, Bob Jones University, Classical Conversations, which I heard is really, really good too. Alpha Omega Publications, Master Books, Answers in Genesis, Easy Peasy All-in-One, which is actually what we started with. Um, And that's, you can be either on the computer or you can buy workbooks for that. Then there's Sunlight Curriculum and My Father's World. And then I also put a list of just the seven best overall homeschool programs of 2022. And I'll share that. Yeah, no CRT. Oh. So, and then I also put together some free learning websites that, you know, the kids can go and play games or just hear stories. You know, the little ones especially, they really like that, Um, you know, just the fun brain games that they can play. And um, just some really important things to remember is that you get to make your own schedule. You are in charge of what your children learn and when they're going to learn it. Um, Caden, when we do science, what did you tell me about science? What do you like about science?
1: I like the animals and the plants. I like discovering um, God's nature and how he created everything, not just us humans, but like like I said, uh, the animals and the plants, like I really like that.
0: Right. And everything that we're learning, what is it focused on? Um, about God. Everything is based around God, right? Mm-hmm. Right. Your science and math. even your math. Everything is centered around God, and that is um, the most important thing. You know, these children, they have learned so much about God and about Jesus just through their curriculum and, you know, going to church on Sundays and doing Sunday school. And it's just, it's amazing to watch my kids grow. I, I've seen them, you know, home now every day for the past few years, and just watching them grow just as, as people, as Christians and And in their learning. It's just been amazing how God is just putting it all together for us. And I really wasn't sure how we were going to manage this, but we did. And it's been so great. And I'm so thankful that I get to be here with my kids, and I get to teach them. Um, And another thing to remember is that learning doesn't only happen in the classroom, you know, we set up a little classroom for the kids in the dining room, like I had said, but we don't stay in there all day, you know, sometimes we'll go in there, sometimes we'll work at the kitchen table. Sometimes we'll do other things. Like, what were some of the things that we did during COVID? Remember when everything was shut down? What did we spend a lot of time doing?
1: We used to go like on field trips. Like, we go in like in this one forest preserve, and right. like there was like rivers okay. and trees and there's birds. I really liked it there.
0: Yes. And what did you use to look at the birds? What were you... I had a pair of binoculars. Right. And who gave those to you? My papa. Your papa. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> And you know, so we would go, and we would just I and mean, when everybody's saying, "Oh, stay inside, you gotta hide away. We were out there. We were out there tracking the trails and you know just spending time in God's beautiful green earth, and you know, we had all the sun, and um it was just really, really amazing, um just to spend that time in nature with my little ones, and everybody's you know inside worrying about oh, it's the end of the world, and um. Here we are, you know, just living life as God intended. And so um, that was awesome. Just doing the field trips and we still do it. We don't do it as often um, and especially now because of the weather. but um, what else in the springtime? What did we do in the backyard? We play? Well, obviously you played, but what did we do? We plant. right. We planted. What did we plant? We had pumpkins.
1: we had um, watermelons, watermelons. We had um,
0: carrots, green beans. Green beans, carrots, carrots, oh, the carrots, they, I could not believe how great the carrots came in. And I was just like, oh my goodness, you know, some years things work and some don't. And so every year is just kind of trial and error. And we're just kind of learning as we go. We have our own little library, like our how-to library, and you know, how do we plant this for for our location and what's going to work and what's not. And um, cooking, what about cooking, B? Um, I do make pancakes in the morning. Yes. He learned how to make pancakes and he was so proud. And, you know, we learned how to measure that. You know, we need a third cup of this or, you know, half a cup of that. And, and that is part of homeschooling. You know, you're teaching kids fractions and they don't even realize that they're learning. And that's, like, just something that is so important is to show them, like, look, you are learning. Just because we're not sitting down in a book, buried in a book all day long for eight hours a day, um, You are still learning. You're learning life skills that you need to go on. I'm not saying that kids don't need algebra, okay? I'm not saying that it's all about thinking and, and, you know, using your brain. But I mean, how many times have you used the Pythagorean theorem in your life, honestly? You know, I'd rather teach my kids how to balance a checkbook, how to do taxes, how to um, measure things, you know? Like my dad, he'll come in from Ohio and he'll spend a week with us and he's always building something with the kids. Kaden, what did you and your dad do? Or you and my dad, (laughs) Papa, what did you guys build? A birdhouse, Right, and how did you do it? What did you have to do? Um, We got wood from um, Home
1: Depot and we were working on it for about like two or three hours. And I'm very happy like how like uh, it turned out to be. We had to use the saw and uh, how to measure it. And we had like... um... Did Papa let you use that,
0: that big saw, the table saw? Yes. Yeah? Were you afraid? Not really. No? You did really good with it. And what did you have to put on your eyes? Uh the, the goggles. That's right. The safety goggles. As Norm Abram would always say, yeah, always make sure. <laughs> yeah. Always wear your safety goggles. I remember that growing up. You know, my dad, he was always in the workshop building with my brother and um, just watching them, you know, father and son build things together. And Matt, my husband, the kid's dad, he was out there building all of my... And I love you for this. All of my garden beds. He was out there sweating and and just building things, and the kids were out there helping and you know just watching your dream come to fruition. Again, this is all part of your unschooling, your homeschooling. You know, these are things that we are going to need going forward, and for the kids to learn when they're little, it's just so important. You know, we don't realize how important these skills really are until you need them, and then you're wishing that you knew how to use them. Um, and so. Uh, another thing is homeschool children actually perform better than those with public education and for lots of different reasons. You know, like I'm teaching my kids to be free thinkers. I want them to think for themselves. I want them to realize that not everything that we learn is true. When I was in school, we learned that there were nine planets. And Caden, what do you learn now? There's how many planets? Eight planets. Eight Pluto planets. not a planet. Right. Supposedly, you know. And so, um It's just everything is evolving, you know, and to keep an open mind, it's so important. And that's really the main thing that I try to teach my kids is you need to have an open mind. You need to realize that things do change. You know, we evolve and we learn new things. And um, it's just really important. You know, Uh, I'm not saying don't teach your kids about the, you know, the Nini of the Pinta and the Santa Maria. But, you know, like everything changes with Christopher Columbus. You know, it's just it's so crazy you know from the things that i learned to what these kids are learning nowadays and that's why i love this curriculum that they're using because it's all focused around god and that should always be our main focus every day when we wake up you know thank you god for giving me another day today you know be with me and let's focus everything around him because it's because of him that we are here um and another thing you know more parent involvement results in higher academic performance self-esteem and overall happiness of the kids I know that there were a lot of kids who were sad when they went to schools they had to wear their masks and you know they're like in a little prison. My kids never ever had to deal with that and they never will have to deal with that. You know they were always happy. Like I said when kids were in school they were being sheltered down in their little prisons. My kids were out, you know, on the trails and and just loving the life that we have and soaking up that sun. That's another thing, you know, I Teach these kids about the vitamins. We need to take our vitamins. We need to get our vitamin D. We need to drink lots of water. We need to be healthy. And when you're sitting at a desk all day, it's kind of hard to do that, you know. Um, So it's just, it's really important that, you know, kids learn that. Keep homeschooling fun. Play more games with your kids. You know, play um, math games dominoes things like that listen to and play lots of music music is so good for for our bodies for our energy for our focus um and it's okay to make messes (laughs) you know it's like we have four children in this house and there's always a mess but make it fun make a mess and you can clean it up later that's another thing you know you make a mess you're going to learn to clean it um learn new languages Um, take your kids on field trips, museums, forest preserves, et cetera. Uh, there's homeschooling groups in our area. Um, on Wednesdays, the kids would get together and they'd play kickball. And I know they do other things. I was just busy with school, so I didn't really have a chance to get together as often as I wanted to, but that's a new thing, you know, going forward, we're going to try to be more involved with the local homeschooling groups. Um, watch documentaries and educational movies. I'm sure you all remember being in school and they'd roll in that rolly cart with the TV. You knew it was going to be a good day. You know, same thing here. We watch um, movies, you know, documentaries. We watched the one movie. What was it about Revelation, Caden? <clears throat> Do you remember that movie you watched about Revelation, about the end of the world, what was going to happen? Mm-hmm. Do you remember that? There was just a couple different documentaries we watched. And, you know, just... Showing kids through movies, it doesn't again, it doesn't always have to be um, a book and and a pencil, you know, hands on. I am all about hands on. I learn best when I am doing something with my hands and my kids are the same way. They like to touch things. They like to feel things. Um, Incorporate home ec. I remember when I was in school, home ec, that was one of the first things we learned how to do was make pancakes. And that's what I taught my eight year old was how to make pancakes because it's easy. You know, and it gives them the the courage to want to learn to make other things, you know. He'll be in there flipping the pancakes. Sometimes he misses and sometimes he doesn't, you know, but it's all part of the learning process. We're going to be learning how to sew now that the kids are getting a little bit older. Gardening, obviously, you know, we do that. Um, explore the outdoors. Go to forests and parks and zoos and, and let your kids roam the earth, you know, let them get their foundation being outside you know we spend a lot of time indoors and we need to spend a lot more time outdoors even in the winter as much as i hate the cold and the s word we're not going to say that that word on this podcast um but we don't like that cold stuff but i'll still go out there with the kids we went on field trips and uh, we went in the forest preserves and they um they just like being out even in the winter time and you see other animals that you wouldn't necessarily see during the spring or summer because The trees lose all their leaves, so you see deer and you see little squirrels, and you could see the tracks and that s stuff that we don't talk about. You can see all the we're not saying that word, Bryson. Don't you say snow? No, No, we don't say that (laughs) of the snow. And you know, even going out sledding, you know, the kids they have such a fun time, and they get cold and they get dirty, and that's just a part of being a kid, you know. Um, And celebrate new achievements and accomplishments. Like I said, Bryson he was just he had such a hard time reading and i prayed on it and i said lord please help me i don't know what to do i'm not a speech pathologist i don't know how to do all this kind of things what can i do what can i do to help my little boy here and so just read 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 and the more we read the more you know I got he better. Got, that's right you got so much better at it and you know it's like now he'll point things out and he will he'll want to read he wants to read now and encouraging um, your children to to want to learn and, and to read and to do better. That's what it's all about, you know, the encouragement. These kids, they need that. And in school, like, Caden, what were you saying? When you were in, um, in school, you didn't really have the one-on-one that you needed when you were behind. So can mm-hmm. you tell us about that? Like, how, how is homeschooling better for you when it comes to something that you don't really understand?
1: Like um, math. Like, math, like, I think it's a lot easier because, like, I can focus, there's not a lot of noise, it's quiet in the house, I don't, and, um, like, I have more than one person because the teacher would always have to go from one person to another, and I just had to wait there, but now that I have my mom and dad here to help me, I think it's honestly a lot easier.
0: So you're able to learn more, you're able to understand better? Yeah, That's good. That's really good. I know Caden, uh, he had a, a traumatic birth and the neurologist told me that he could um, have a learning disability when he was older. And so I was ready for that. I prepared myself. And when he was about two, we started learning colors and shapes and numbers and things like that. And I worked with him because I just knew that someday he may have trouble and I didn't ever want him to be behind. So I did everything that I could. Um, to kind of help him get an early start. And he did go to preschool. And, you know, I do have to say that the school district was, they were really good with him and they did work with him and they helped him out a lot. And for that, I I am grateful. Um, But now that I see the things that I'm seeing, the things that are happening, especially since COVID, I don't want my kids in that that mess anymore, you know, it's just the way that these kids are thinking, and um, yeah, they don't teach real math, you're right, they don't, everything is common core, we teach common sense here, common sense is so important, you know, um, we stack our numbers when we, when we do addition, you know, we don't break things down into tens and hundreds, and then ones, we don't do that, we just, teaching my kids the easy way, you know, the common sense way, and um, I mean, I know how to do common core math, and it's just it's just asinine to me. It just doesn't it doesn't make sense. Why are we over complicating things? And um, I remember like when the kids first started learning that in school, they would tell the parents like, if you don't know how to do common core, don't help your kids because you don't want to confuse them. You mean you don't want me to teach them the normal way, the one that makes sense. You want them to be stupid, basically. You know, we want to confuse these kids. And so many kids would come home, you know, parents would complain that the kids were coming home just so upset because they couldn't understand the math and, you know, the things that were being taught to them. It just, it didn't make sense. And so, you know, I just really, I we're gonna do it the right way, guys. You know, and we have to unlearn. That's another thing. As adults, we were taught a certain way, and these kids are being taught a certain way, and we have to unlearn. Um, even us as adults, we have to unlearn things that we were taught, and um, you know, it's so hard with the Common Core when these kids are brought up in, in this system and they're teaching them this way. They have to unlearn all that, and then they have to relearn the way. Like I was talking on Scott Show. Um, uh, how, how to pronunciate your words, how to do blending. You know, everything with these kids nowadays is sight words. They want these kids in kindergarten to know like a hundred sight words. And it's like, but you're not teaching them. You're just, they're memorizing words and they're not learning how to read. They're not doing the phonics. And I was so thankful, you know, I went to a Catholic school and so it was a private school and I I had a really, really good education. I had a good foundation, penmanship and, and um, you know, print everything. They were so adamant about making sure that you you wrote your letters the right way. And all three of my kids write their letters this strange way. I can't even explain it. When you write an N, lowercase n or, or an H, you make the line down, you come back up and you do the hill. These kids will do the hill and they'll put a stick on the end. and I'm like, what are you, why do all three of you do this? They never really taught them how to write their letters. They never taught them how to pronunciate blending sounds. And it's like, what did they do to these kids? And I talked to um, two of my kids had the same kindergarten teacher, and she was amazing. And she even said, like, we just rushed through everything. You know, they were only half day. And she's like, these kids need to be full day. And they rushed through the letters. And then it's like, okay, on to something else. And now the school district, everything is about testing. The higher test scores you get, the more funding you get. And they don't care about the children anymore. It's really, really sad. And I always wanted to be a teacher. I just, I just, it was in my heart. But just seeing the way that this school system is collapsing, I'm, in my heart, I couldn't do it. But now God has put me as a teacher. I am, I'm their teacher, you know, I am, I am teaching. I'm doing what God sent me here to do. And, you know, when I can sit there and I can just look at that and realize, you know, God set me up for this all along. Like I said, I worked at kinder care um, and I had a little boy and I loved him with all of my heart. He was like my joy. And if I could have adopted that little boy, I would have. He was part of the foster care system. And, you know, to make an impact on on children's lives, you know, I remember some of my teachers because, you spend a lot of time with your teachers, and you you learn a lot from them. You spend so much time with them, and and I just hope that I can teach my you know lessons, not just you know curriculum, but lessons, lifelong lessons. And again, everything that we do here at home, everything is focused on God. You know, we we pray together and the kids know they can't eat. Caden, sometimes he'll be at the table and he'll take a bite. And we're like, (laughs) Caden, we didn't pray yet. Even the four-year-old Sophia, she knows that we, she'll say, Caden, you didn't pray yet. You can't eat. You know, and just having that foundation is just so important. And, um, you know, I just, I just hope that I can inspire other moms. You know, if you're on the fence, can I do this? Yes, you can do this. I am a mom of four. I lose my mind most days. I don't get much sleep. I was going to school myself, but somehow, some way we make it work and to watch my children grow and to, to have this love for learning, which I myself have a love for learning, but it's we're in control of that. You know, We don't have the school district telling us, hey, you got to teach them this, this, and this. No. I'm teaching them what I want them to learn. I'm teaching them about God, you know. And, and again, the Abeka curriculum is just amazing. History is all focused around God. Who was it? Was it you that was learning about the pilgrims that came? Or was that Olivia?
1: Um, I don't
0: know. Olivia. I don't remember. Somebody was learning. I think it was Olivia. Um, and, and, you know, how they came because they were trying to escape, you know, religious persecution. You know, so this curriculum, and again, there's so many different curriculums that, that are out there, you just find the right one that works for you and for your kids. And um, it's just, it's really been amazing to to just be a part of their lives like this. You know, I don't want the district raising my kids. I want to raise my kids and, you know, they'll see things. (laughs) They're red-pilled. They'll see things out outside you know and they'll comment like oh i bet you that person's vaxxed or why is that one wearing a mask and i'm like Shh, we we can't say that out loud <laughs> but they know they they see things and you know all these kids now they're they're having these these problems rsv and breathing problems and i didn't mask my kids and my kids are just fine you know and everybody thought we were crazy and you know oh you're just a conspiracy theorist well now all these little people are having all these problems and There's a common denominator in all this. So we need to really, we need to start being in control of our children. We need to stop allowing the system to dictate what happens with our children, what they're learning, what they do. You know, we are the parents, and we need to start taking that back. And I know a lot of people think, well, I work, I can't do this, I can't do that. But you know what? When you homeschool, you don't have to do eight hours a day like they do in the school districts. That is the biggest, I think, misconception I myself even had when we first started. You don't have to do that. I have a chart here. It's from um, the Illinois State Board of Education Remote Learning. And so for grades pre-K, the minimum that they require is 20 minutes a day. The maximum they suggest is 60 minutes. For kindergarten, 30 minutes a day minimum and a maximum of 90. Uh, First through second grade, 45 minutes a day minimum and a maximum of 90 minutes a day uh grades three through five 60 minute a day minimum and a maximum of 120 minutes a day and then grades six through eight obviously you're going to have longer time so they suggest 90 minutes to 180 minutes with 15 minutes a day roughly per class and 30 minutes a day per class depending on you know like obviously Kaden, when we do math it takes you a little bit longer right yeah it takes
1: me about like an
0: hour right Mm -hmm. and you know and that's okay but you're spending that time and you're focused on that. And then other things you kind of just breeze through. And I was the same way with math. I Math has just always been a struggle for me. But that's okay because now we get one-on-one. You have questions. I can help you with that. So you're actually able to, to understand what you're learning. We're not just breezing mm-hmm. through it and hoping that you're learning what you're learning, right? And then high school, um, 20 minutes a day per class or 45 minutes a day per class maximum and a total of 120 minutes or 270 minutes a day, you know, and some days we'll spend three hours, some days we'll spend four, some days we'll spend two. It all depends on what they're learning and, and how, you know, it's all at their pace. And, and I think that's really, really important is remembering that, um, they, they all learn differently, you know, like, My Olivia, she's so good at math and she'll breeze right through it and Gaden takes a little bit longer and that's okay and you know uh, that's the beauty of all this is we're not rushing through we're not hurry up hurry up get it done it's okay did you understand it do you know what you're learning you know and having that one-on-one is so important, and the retaining of the information has just been amazing. You know, the kids will tell me something, oh, remember when I I, um, I learned this or that? And, you know, they're they're remembering. And sometimes, as a parent and as a teacher, am I teaching them enough? Am I teaching them the right things? Are we doing enough? Are we spending enough time doing this? And you don't beat yourself up over it, you know? You, you talk to God on it. God help me out here. I'm kind of struggling with this. Am I doing the right thing? And he'll answer you. You know, I've so many times I, I've i just like, Lord, I just feel like maybe I'm not doing enough or I'm not doing it right. And he always comes back with something to, to just, you know, reassure me, no, you are doing exactly what you need to be doing with these kids. And, and I feel it in my heart. You know, I see my kids are so much happier. They're just Again, their love for learning has just increased, even my little boy here B, you know, he Hi. just he loves um reading now, you know, like he encourages himself, oh look, mom. and like with me, I swear I've got adD. I've never been tested, but I could never focus when I was reading. And I had to teach myself, I would use my finger, I would you know go under the words, and that is how I've taught Bryson and, he, and since we've been doing that, that technique, Um, he's been able to read a lot better because it's like our eyes just kind of move all across the page. And so when I, you know, take my finger and I'll read along with him and we'll read word by word with our finger there, it's like, oh, yeah, okay, I got it. And sometimes, you know, we think it could be a learning disability when truly all it is is that you're just losing sight of what's on the page. And so me being here with the kids, watching them learn, I get to see, okay, he's struggling with this. What can we do to fix this? And, you know, it's... um, it, it's just really really good to bookmarks work too we have one I actually got from the dollar store uh, they're they're like see-through and you put it there and it'll just show you just the sentence um, so there's so many different techniques that you can use and you know the internet is is right at your disposal you know just click away um, and you can find different things that have worked for other people and it, it's just trial and error truly it's trial and error. And so, you know, a lot of people are like, well, I don't have the money to do this. How am I going to start this up? Let me tell you, I am the queen of thrifty, okay? I go to the dollar store. Dollar Tree has a really, really great section of um, homeschooling, schooling things, you know, uh, books and and flashcards, uh, pens and pencils, all that. And, you know, homeschooling, you go through a lot of pencils. I find pencils everywhere my couch, under the cabinets, inside the cabinets. I'm like, how did pencils get inside the cabinet? I I don't even know. Um, But we go through a lot of those. So go to the dollar store. That will be your saving grace there. Um, Thriftbooks.com is my favorite place. I get all of my books from there, all my how-to books. um, They've got reading books for kids. There's another really great website. It's called kidsbooks.com. They've got a lot of books there, um, like clearance discounted books uh the bookbundler.com. Those have you buy bundles of old like school books or library books. Um, go to your library. You know, a lot of people forgot we've got libraries. Go in there and just don't sit for the drag queen story time. I do not encourage that. In fact I discourage that. Don't do that. Um, and then you can go to used bookstores, thrift stores, garage sales, eBay, you know, there's digital book sites. There's so Many different areas um, where you can just find materials. Target at the dollar section, that's a great place. Michaels has good, uh, Michaels Crafts, they've got a lot of school stuff. Um, Lakeshore Learning Online, Carson DeLosa, Discount School Supply. Scholastic. I love Scholastic. They've got, you know, really good Scholastic books, Um, the classics. You can go to garage sales and thrift stores, TJ Maxx, other discount stores. I mean, wherever you go, a lot of places sell books, and I cannot encourage reading enough. Build up a little library. Really, build up a library. You don't have to buy all your books at one time. Go to the dollar store. They've got a lot of books there, too. You know and just start your library now and just encourage your kids to read and it will help them so much their imagination i myself i love books i love and like i told the kids kaden is reading the giver right now and after he's done reading the giver we're going to watch the movie and we're going to compare the two the book to the movie and i told them when you're reading a book you get to dictate what the character is gonna look like. You have this imagination, you know, they're describing Jonas and what does he look like, you know, and in your mind you 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 create your own characters. And that's the beauty of reading is that you get to um you get to, you know, kind of pick your path, you know, like okay, what is this gonna look like? And then you watch the movie and you're like disappointed because it's like, wait, the book was so much better, you know. Um but it's just again I cannot encourage people to pull their kids out. Well, there is a will, there is a way. I didn't know how I was going to do this mentally. Uh, I was just like, I'm going to lose my mind, but it's, it's been beautiful. It has just been absolutely beautiful. And my relationship with my kids has grown. And so a lot of people will ask, well, I don't have kids in the school district. What can I do to help? Well, I can tell you from experience, um, I would love to get my kids music lessons if I knew somebody who knew how to play the piano, you know, if you knew how to play the piano come and teach my kids for you know, an hour a week, teach them how to play the piano teach them how to read music that's something I never learned how to do I wish I did. Um, Do you know how to sew? Maybe you could teach the kids, you know, one day a week how to sew. Give them a couple hours, you know, lessons, how to do stuff like that. Um, Maybe you can come and read them a book. Maybe buy them a book, you know, once a month and and come read the book to them and have that be a part of their library. Um, Bible. Come read the Bible to my kids. I encourage. I would love that. You know, come sit here, do like an hour Bible study with my kids. Pick your favorite book, chapter, whatever. You know, and and come read to my kids. I would love that. That would kind of give me a break too, and come a break from. Oh gosh, here comes boring mom teaching me again. You oh. know, what? <laughs> <laughs> what? No, but you know, and it, it, there's just so much that you can do. You know, and it would mean the world to to these families because, you know. We don't know everything. I don't know a whole lot about music. I love art. I love history and I love English. I can teach those, but I don't know about music. So we'll watch videos or, you know, there's little like apps on on their iPads that they can play musical instruments, things like that, because I don't know. I can't teach that, you know, and so um, that would just be really great if you knew how to do that. Um, What else? Um, Like, what would you guys like, like, you know, a change in pace? If you could have somebody come teach you something, what would be something that you would like to learn? Teach about the Bible. Oh, you know about the Bible. Okay, so somebody come read the Bible to you. What about you, Caden? What do you about animals and stuff? About animals. Okay, so like if you knew like a zoologist or like a veterinarian, you know something like that, that would be good, right? Um. So yeah, I mean, there's so much that you can do to help homeschooling families. You know, just ask. And sometimes we're not that we're embarrassed to ask, but you know, people look at us like my mind, you know, well, you chose to do this. So now you've got to deal with it, but it's not like that. It's just, we just, I don't ever want to put anybody out. Me personally, you know, I take on a lot and I, um, I just don't ever want to put any burden on anybody, you know, but if you want to come read to my kids, please do. You know, if you want to come play with my kids, even take them to the park, take them to a museum. There is so much that you can do. And, um, just ask, you know, that's that's all we say. Just just ask what we need help with. You know, Sometimes, you know, around the holidays, it was just crazy and I'm like, oh, we got to get this done, you know, so maybe like you can come over to kids math today or, you know, there's just so many different things. Um, but um, yeah, do you guys have any, what would you say? How do you feel about homeschooling? Like, have you learned anything? Do you like homeschooling? What What are your thoughts on homeschooling?
1: I think I actually am learning. Like, a lot about math now, I think. Um, like, I've learned, like, my dad taught me, like, uh, like a couple months ago, like, or some, uh, about division. Like, he taught me the whole, like, base
0: about division right. and stuff. Right, okay. So, more one-on-one, mm-hmm. so you're able to understand things better. What, what about, about you, beauty? B? What do you think about homeschooling? It's great. It's great? <laughs> well, how is it great? Because you get to eat snacks all day? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm the snacking queen, so, you know, my kids are the same way. What do you think, B? Like what is your favorite part about homeschooling? Doing math. You like math? You like homeschooling and math? Okay. I don't like math. Well, that's okay. We all have our subjects, you know? And that's that's And I like reading. And you like reading now, right? You did not like reading. Yes, our Nuffle Yum cookies. Um, yes. <laughs> Nuffley. Yeah. So I'm going to um open this up for calls if anybody has any suggestions or comments or anything like that. I would love to hear them. Um and I think Jason, here, let's see. How do I connect this? Let's see. Did you get that, Jason?
2: Can you hear me now? Yeah. Yes, yes, sir. Okay, hopefully it's not echoing because I'm on speaker. Usually I'm on my earbuds, but they're about dead. Uh, I, I I, can't, um, everything Punky has said is just spot on. Um, I'm a single dad. and. Uh, Just like during a Hershey during COVID, um, uh, I saw the writing on the wall with the Chromebooks and, you know, looking over my son and what they were actually teaching. And I was appalled that the cool school district couldn't get to seem to get it together. And at that time in Washington, we also had the sex ed um, education pass as well. And um, I decided there's no way I'm not sending them back into that. And so I didn't. And, uh, it was a struggle. Um, he was seventh grader and he didn't want to do it. And, uh, that first year was, was really difficult for both of us. Um, but, um, good curriculum helps. Um, one you didn't mention, um, Punky that I'll plug is Apologia for Science. It's Christian based. It's an amazing science, um, course. And they, um, they have kits you can buy for biology and, you know, microscopes and, and they do labs. And, um, so that's another good one. Um, but I've used, uh, some of those, all the, the other curriculums that you mentioned as well. Um, I was schooled uh, actually in starting in eighth grade and I'm the oldest of, uh, oldest of 11, 10 boys and one girl. And, uh, at one time my mom had, was teaching seven of us at home. So. Um, and I can, uh, I can guarantee all of every single one of my, um, my brothers, um, that were homeschooled, um, they're all super successful. Um, and, uh, not all of of us went to college. I did. Some of my other brothers didn't, but, uh, some of them run construction companies, uh, and, uh, you know, some of them went into business for themselves and, um, yeah, your homeschoolers are going to guaranteed with, with God and a little bit of effort, they're going to outperform anyone who's in the public indoctrination system so um that's what i have to say about homeschooling Yeah, uh, d- just don't uh don't think you can't do it um you know you can do all things through christ who strengthens you and homeschooling is one of them uh man if you can possibly at, at all get your kids out
0: Yes, thank you. That That is my biggest thing is getting them out of that. You know, we see everything turning. We see how it's just they're corrupting these little minds and, you know, focusing on God. And I don't care if you're a Christian or not that, you know, they're this curriculum that we're learning. You know, it, it's just teaching you to be good people and it's teaching you, you know, the truth. And, you know, it's so easy for us to believe, you know, man-made science, but so hard for people to to believe the Bible. And it's like. Really, like, you know, you can judge me. You can say what you want about me. I don't care. I am not ashamed of my my beliefs. And, you know, Jesus Christ is my savior, and I will take that to the grave. And you know, um, it's just. The the way that I see some of these parents, they're encouraging their kids to go to these drag show library meetings and, and um, like locally, we've got these drag shows and they want to drag their kids to it. It's like, what happened? You know, and I'm sorry, I don't want my kids around that. You can be a part of that. You can live that lifestyle, but you're not going to force that on my children. And again, it, it's all about taking back control. And now they don't have to see that. They don't have to be a part of that. They don't have to hear that kind of stuff in school. And I don't have to worry about pooping in litter boxes because we don't do that here. We're, we just, you don't do that. Like who in their right mind encourages it? It's just so beyond my comprehension. I'm just like, oh my goodness. So yes, homeschooling has just been a blessing. And I, I will say it again, COVID was blessing in disguise because it opened my eyes to so much and it kind of forced my hand to doing um what needed to be done you know i for me i just kind of went you know straight in i just dove right in and i didn't even get my feet wet i was just like bam we're just in we're doing it we're going with it and you know i thank my husband for for supporting me through this because he just kind of looked at me like great like are you sure you want to do this and i was like yeah i have to do this there's no other choice these kids are not getting vaxxed and they're not getting masked and you know so, I, I think
2: the I think the enemy is not only the father of lies. He's also the father of excuses. So if you think that you want to do it and you find yourself making excuses, you need to uh, come against the enemy because that's that's a lie from the pit of hell. Like I said, I'm a single dad and I only have one. But if I can do it, I think and work full time, I think anyone can do it. There's there's options out there. You just got to find them.
0: Exactly. That's just it. You know, when there is a will, there is a way. And as I said earlier, these kids don't have to sit down for seven hours a day every day doing schoolwork. That's not what they need to do because you think about it when they're in the school district, you know, they've got playtime, they've got, you know, gym and they've got this, that and everything else. And really, they're not sitting there in school for seven hours just working, you know. And so if you break up their day and you see how much time they actually spend in their books, it's the same thing that I read on that list. You know, it's just um, we've got to keep encouraging that. We have to keep showing people the facts. We have to open their eyes to what you and I saw and and get these kids out of these school districts. And um, I know, you know, God, he's moving mountains and we're helping. We're, we're all just, you know, we just have to keep encouraging. And I know that there are so many who are on the fence about it. And if you, they, if you are hearing this and that is you, come talk to me, send me an email at the Casting Lots podcast at gmail.com. And I will get up in touch with you. I will call you, I will text you, whatever you need to do to help you get started on this, because I promise you, it's not as hard as people might have you believe, okay? There is so much help out there. There's so many different websites, there's Facebook groups, there's, you know, YouTube video, whatever, you know, and there are so many free resources out there. It doesn't have to be expensive, you know, this is your children's future and you are in charge of it and once you take control of that you know that devil just hold of your children that's it gone he has no say in that and so
2: hey i'll second i'll second that as well reach out to me on telegram anyone has any questions or wants help i'll I'll help you and join our homeschooling join the bards homeschooling channel on telegram as well there's a we've, we've already have resources there and it's continuing to grow
0: Yes, for sure. We share a lot of different, you know, uh, links and articles and things like that just to kind of encourage each other, because sometimes it can feel lonely, you know, like, again, am I doing this right? Am I doing enough? Um, But yes. and, And if you have ideas, you know, even if you want to do a Zoom meeting, you want to teach my kids how to play the piano or the guitar or something like that, we could set something like that up. There are so many different ways that you can help. You know, we we live in a world of technology and you know we saw with covid how everything was through zoom i was going to school online and i did zoom meetings you know we make it work there where there is a will there is a way and we have to just remember that these little people are they're going to be running this country someday and we need to teach them the right way so that we can change this we may not be able to change today but we can change tomorrow and it starts with here at home you know county by so, county starts at home That's right. County by county. Yes. Um, And so before we finish up here, um, Conley's show is going to be on next, I believe, and Echoes. And then there's Bars FM at 8 p.m. Central. And then there's Kilted Christian. We've got so many shows going on. And I know Mary Flightworks, she's putting together a list of of everybody's shows and times. And we're hoping to maybe get that out. So, uh, you know, we're going to have a schedule. I might have to change my show to 5 p.m. Central time. Um, but, um, once we get all the bugs worked out, you know, we'll, we'll update everybody with that information there, but, um, yeah. So thank you all so much for joining us. Jason, would you mind closing us in prayer tonight?
2: Oh, absolutely. I can do that. Heavenly Father, thank you for. Um, Thank you for this day. Um, Thank you for all that you're doing in our lives and the focus that we have on our kids, um, whether we have them in our homes or whether we uh, have them out of our homes and we want to help each other um, in in this effort in in homeschooling. Lord, I I thank you for the Bard's family. um, And I thank you for um, all of us who have heard the call to um, get our kids um, out of where they're being taught things that um, are not pointing towards you, and in fact are, 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 are taking um, taking you away from um, from our kids' lives. So I uh, pray, Lord, that if anyone's uh, discouraged or, or um, is thinking about it, Lord, that you encourage them. Uh, I pray that you'd help those of us who um, have a little bit of knowledge to uh, to reach out and to continue to uh, to make ourselves available. Um, Lord, I, uh, I thank you for this family, and I just pray that you'd be with each one of us, um, that you'd pour out your Holy Spirit on us, and give us strength and encouragement in uh, these days that we're walking in and we ask everything in jesus name amen.
0: Yes. amen amen well thank you so much for joining us jason we'll have to do a show together one night and uh we'll just have to you know collab on some things and you know I- i'm just here to encourage people that is why god sent me i know that this is his, his podcast and i'm just again the vessel and i need to Try to get the words out, you know, because I, I mean, I'm a mom of four. I didn't think I could do this. And again, if I can do this, if you can do this, anybody can do this. You know, it, it's just just having that that confidence in yourself that, you know, we can and we will do this. And um, again, if you have any questions, feel free to reach out to me. I, I am an open book. I will help you as much as I can. And if I don't have the answer, I promise I will try to find that answer for you. So. Uh, yes, and I will post the links on my telegram channel and I've got a Facebook show also or a Facebook page that I can share you know all the information on that too. Um, but thank you all so much again for supporting me and for being here with me tonight and I love you all so very much and God truly has blessed me with with so many blessings, just getting to meet all of you and you know you all encourage me to just keep doing better and that's all we can do. so again, thank you all so much and I wish you all a good night and God bless.
2: God bless
3: We've lived in a lie ever since the formula battle. Everything we knew about our problems And now we're all roaming the land Saying now did this big lie start? It's time to put our faith in Him Cause it's gone too far Oh, I believe He died for me And for everyone Anything can be achieved when you count on God. Wanna take the lead by putting. The blood of Christ washes every sin by the minute. The sheep are blind, all because their mind is a prison. And now they're all roaming the land, saying, how did this big lie start? It's time they put their faith in Him, because it's gone too far. Oh, I believe He died for me and for everyone. Anything can be achieved when you count on God. Who's going to take the lead by putting the life on line? Who's going to show the children what it is?